Hey, welcome back to the Date Night Podcast. I'm your host, Nightly. I'm your other host. Cool. Dancing Queen. All right, Dancing Queen. What's the theme for today? Night out. Now, what is a night out exactly? A night out to me is going out to a bar or a nightclub or a pub, something like that, or a party even maybe. Um, and there's maybe a pregame involved. There's alcohol involved. There's staying up late involved. There's getting a hangover involved. And there's dancing involved. Half of those sound miserable. Not to me on a good day. You know what I mean? Okay. I hear you. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely how I interpret a night out. Essentially, when you say night out, it's really a how can I waste the next day out? You're right. You're correct about that. You are correct about that. It's funny because you think that you're extending the day, but really you're just borrowing time from the next day. That's if you drink. No, even if you stay up really late. Yeah, but you could also have one drink and come back at midnight and you're fine. True that. That's what you did the other day. I had three. And you were fine. Well, yeah, it was three over the course of two hours. Yeah, that's fine. Anyways, so, shall we do a top five blind rating? Yeah, let's do a top five. I'll give you mine first. Top five drunk chick archetypes to have at your night out with the girlies. Okay, well, we're talking about a date, remember? Okay, then I'll just change this to top five drunk date archetypes to have mm. on a night out with the the your date okay starting with them overdoing it and blacking out oh dancing queen today has been the best night good one um that's a pretty low number for me but I'm scared of what you're going to say next, so I'm going to put it at a four. All right. Next one. The suffering depresso. Yep. Things just ain't been the same for me ever since things have been different. <laughs> uh, that one is definitely a downer and also can be a drag. I'm just going to put that one on number five. You'll regret that choice. Next is the guy who just wants to make sure you have a good time. And to him, a good time means drinking a lot. So, Dancing Queen, you haven't had another drink in over 20 minutes. Where's your drink? Where's your, where's your cup? Here you go. Glug, 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 glug. Drink this up. Drink this. It's like, it's my own special concoction. You realize it's rubbing alcohol? Drink, drink more, drink more. Yeah, you know, those guys can be funny sometimes. They are annoying, but they can be funny. I'm going to put that number three. All right. Next one. The guy who 
gets so totally drunk that he's so drunk right now. OMG. OMG. Oh my G. Look at my eyes. I'm so drunk I can't even open them. OMG. Dancing Queen, where are you? I'm blind. You're just making things up on the fly, aren't you? No, I'm not. I already wrote these out. This is so random of a one. <laughs> Two? All right, respectable. That means your number one is a guy who cheats on you. I don't know why you would pick that as your number one, but I guess that's the point of the blind ranking. Like, cheats on me when drunk? Yeah. Or, like, on a When you get out to the bar and... Listen, I can't control my drunk self. It's not real. I don't. You know really... what? I'm keeping that one a number one, and here's why. <laughs> here's why I'm keeping that one. You a number can't one. change it. No, no, but I. Okay. It's still it's staying at number one. I'm not changing it. <laughs> you can't though. No, but, I, bruh. You're saying if you could change it, you wouldn't. I wouldn't. Here's okay. why. This man just showed me his true colors right away. I'm not wasting my time. Okay, let me change it. He only does that after you've been together for four years. Okay, you're just... See, you're, <laughs> okay, you, yeah, you yeah. love to sorry. add some I'm sorry, difficulty. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, good point. If you get out to the club or the bar and they immediately start dancing with some other girl and proposing, you know it's not going to work out. Yeah, and then I'm not wasting my time. And same thing with the person who's blacking out, even though I ranked them, like, number four or something? Yeah, number, number five. four. You can Who is number five? Number five is the suffering depresso. Yeah, that one, that one is definitely number five. Shout out to our depressed listeners. You're in number five. Well, no, not necessarily. If we're talking specifically about if you're going out. Yeah. Also, if you do it once in a while, that's fine. But if you're going to the max every time, it's just a lot. Okay. All right. <laughs> Rate these five items without knowing what comes next. Sure. And these are items of... Places to go on a night out. Okay? So, the Irish pub. Um, okay. Two. Sounds fun. The dive bar. Three. Sounds fun. A country-themed club. Not a country club, but, you know, where they have a mechanical bull. Like the Yale. The Yale, yeah. I'll say four, because I don't like clubs. Then we have a club with EDM music. Five. Coming in hot at number one, we have a nightclub where they play 2010 bangers. No! That's my personal place of choice. Whoa. What? I'd stay home. Really? Yeah. You've been to one of those before. I've done a lot of things I don't like. But you did you hate them in the moment? Yeah. You've never enjoyed yourself at the nightclub, ever. I have in the past, like, years ago, if I would get absolutely destroyed. Interesting. Okay. Which I don't do anymore. Shout out sobriety. Well, you're not sober, but... Almost. No. But you know what I mean. I mean, I haven't... I haven't gotten, like, smashed in years. Yeah, you're right. I I don't don't like doing that. But if, if you... If I don't do that, and to be fair, if you're, like, super drunk, you can enjoy, you know, getting your teeth pulled out. It just, it makes everything fun. But, yeah, going to the club, I don't enjoy. Yeah, fair enough. But I have a question, though. Yeah. What is, okay, 
2010 Bangers Club, is that still better than the EDM Music Club and the Country Club? I would actually probably prefer, I would probably put the EDM Music at number one. What? Why? And the answer is, I'm not going to know the words to these 2010 bangers. And here's the thing. If you don't know the words to these 2010 bangers, you are ostracized. You're a weirdo. You're essentially banned from the club. You can't, you can't enjoy yourself at all. Like, well, you're I... standing in the corner and you're like hopping around. You're like, woo. And you're listening and you're trying to learn the words. And then there's always dances. Like people know the dances to these songs, which is like, get a life. So you're listening, and you're like, okay, let me think. It's like, da na 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 na. It's like, haha, yeah. Uh, kiss me through the iPhone. I mean phone. Uh, yeah. I'll see you tomorrow. I mean later on. That's it's funny because that's the only song that you know from the 2010s. Yeah, I know. Actually, it might even be. Er- it's earlier than the 2010s, but. Baby, you know I'll see you. I mean, I miss you. Horrible. It's a terrible experience. If, when you go to the EDM club... It hurts your ears. I don't like it. Okay, every club hurts your ears. No, 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 but the EDM, there's no beat. There's no, You can't That's dance. That's not true. There is... You can't dance. There's yeah, no... yeah, yeah. So here's what I like. Nobody knows the words, so nobody nobody can look at me and be like, ha, weirdo, you don't know the words to Nobody does that. I've never... I've... No, it's implied. It's implied. Hold I've on. Never... Let me finish. I'm sharing my trauma. I'm sharing my trauma. Okay? It's implied... I nobody at the EDM club knows dances that you don't. Everybody just jumps around. Okay, and then finally, the women who attend these EDM clubs are let's say friendlier and on drugs. Oh, I regret saying that part. That's not relevant to why they're friendly, but people on drugs are more interesting. Specifically the women on drugs. No, everyone everyone is nicer. No, I mean, listen, listen, listen. I'm just going to say, I'm just going to say, you go to a venue where 40% of the people in there are on MDMA and ecstasy, they're nicer. Those are nice people. Their, their hormones are all jacked up. Not like, I don't mean testosterone. I mean like dopamine. Is that a hormone? That's a hormone probably. I have no idea. Good good point. I don't know either. They're all jacked up on all the good feeling endorphins. Okay, they're endorphins at least. I know that much. Mm-hmm. There's like all, there's also very little alcohol. Alcohol makes people pee, makes people grumpy. Horrible. All right. Anyway. Interesting like, answer. This, this kind of went off the rails, but I'm just going to say I don't mind EDM for those reasons. Okay. Yeah heavily disagree on that but that's fine all right let's move on to reddit react so we have two that are essentially the same and the first one was posted on r slash relationships and the second one was posted on r slash ask men so you know this one's going to be a killer so both questions essentially asks how do you feel about your girlfriend going to the club And then one of the posts specifies, um, is it, it is also right that I'm, is it also right that I'm just uncomfortable with the fact she's excited to go in a dark room with flashing lights, dressed up so other guys can try, 
Try it on with her while I'm at home. I just don't get it. Where is the appeal in clubbing if you're in a relationship? And there's a follow-up question here. How can I stop worrying about it? I tried talking to her about it and she just got snappy with me and said it's like I'm trying to make her a recluse who never sees the world. Yeah. Yeah, look, here's the thing. Here's the thing. We can acknowledge that you should have the freedom to go to the club and do whatever you want, you know, or within reason. And we can also acknowledge that a lot of the people go to the club purely in search of validation from the opposite gender. You know what I mean? Of course. So, you know, obviously the answer is, yeah, you should probably let your girlfriend do the things that they want to do. And there are risks associated with some of those activities. Such as? Such as men approaching them and trying to get it on with them. And they need to be able to handle that situation. And she probably can. Most women can. I would agree that most women can. Yeah. Yeah. And some of them will cheat on you. And that's just dice you have to roll. Sure, but they were going to cheat on you anyways, I would argue. Uh, I don't know. That's, That's tough, right? Because there are people who... There are people who believe that they would be able to turn down in advance. Mm-hmm. And in the moment, they fail. And they're wrong. And they, they thought they could turn it down. And they turned out to not know themselves that well. So were they always going to cheat on you? Maybe not. Because maybe they weren't going to find themselves in a situation like that. But I just think that's level one of a situation. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, there's that quote where it's like, a loyal person doesn't a loyal person doesn't cheat if given the opportunity a, a loyal person isn't doesn't go and do situations where they could be incited to cheat or whatever the thing is do you know what i'm talking about no i don't know what you're talking about but i know what you mean yeah you told me that quote so yeah i don't remember it but basically my point is is that i just feel like That is such... Going to the nightclub is such a low stake situation. And it's not like... There's like that. And there's also like tier 10 where like you, I don't know, are emotionally cheating on your partner with your coworker at work. And you're texting for like seven months. I don't know know if I... I I actually don't know if I agree with that. Because frankly, there's not too many situations where you'll find yourself extremely inebriated with other people that are extremely inebriated where everybody is dressed to make themselves as sexually appealing as possible and it's in a nice dark room where nobody can catch you in the action i completely disagree i think people yeah yeah there's not many situations but people go out clubbing yeah way more often than they like have the time to develop an emotional attachment to their coworker or whatever. All I'm saying is that... Wait, 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 what? I didn't understand what you meant by that. Like, if you go to... Like, a lot of people that I know go to the nightclub maybe once a month or more. Okay. Let's say. That's way more common, and it's way more accessible. There's going to be way more people. 
than the tier 10 that I'm talking about, which is like you develop an emotional connection to your coworker at the office. That like you're saying that's more common? No, I'm saying that the nightclub is way more common than the the coworker thing. Okay, you're saying more people go to the nightclub than emotionally cheat on you with a coworker. Sure, yeah. Yes. Uh yeah, I mean probably. The reason, but I don't know. Like, but wait, it's but, but, all about opportunity. It's not about more people that do it. It's the opportunity of it. Right. I... And the reason I'm saying... The reason I'm bringing this up, and the reason I'm making this comparison, is because you're saying, like, oh, people don't know themselves, blah, blah, like... Yeah. You know? But, like, if you go to the nightclub and you can't handle the nightclub... And, like, you can't not cheat on your partner at the nightclub, then you're definitely going to cheat on them if it's anything more than that. If it's anything with more emotion than that. No, I don't agree. Because I think that everybody's different. And I think that there's people who would be able to manage their emotions really well in, like, a work environment who cannot manage how they feel when they are under the influence. I just think they're, I think they are, like, different skills. Mm, maybe. Yeah. I just think, in general, being under the influence in a night out is still way more common, and that will be an opportunity you'll have way more often, still. Yeah, I guess I just don't really follow why the commonality of it matters. Because you have way more practice to reject somebody. Okay, but I mean, you go to work every day. So sure, but I'm not asking Brad at work what his dark, like darkest secret is on a Tuesday at 11 a.m. Do you know what I mean? There's no, there's way less opportunity for that, I think, at work. And I might be wrong. There's different workplaces, but I think that the nightclub is, like you said, you're, you know, you're dressing up in a certain way, you're barriers are down because you have been drinking alcohol or you're on drugs or whatever sorry you're on drugs or whatever whereas if you and this is given that like you know you go like fairly often or like you've gone before most people don't go to a nightclub like once in their life and cheat just that one time or like cheat the first time they go to the nightclub whereas like i mean we don't know but, yeah. Sure, but there's the barriers are down, and you're doing it way more often, is what I'm saying for the nightclub. Whereas the coworker situation, the barriers are way up, and you have. What do you way, mean? What do you mean barriers? The barriers, like you are not going to be flirting with your coworker on the first second you meet them, whereas you might be flirting with someone the second you meet them at the club. Okay, I don't, I don't know how that's a barrier. Like, it's, like, you mean it's not as socially accepted for you to be flirting at work versus flirting at the nightclub? No, the barrier like the is just you, barrier is just you inhibiting yourself. Ah, okay. So you're saying people will have more control at work than they will at the nightclub? Yes. Yeah, of course. And since they're having, uh, you know, less control at the nightclub, but also more practice, I would just assume that you would 
you know, have more control of yourself at the nightclub because you would probably have more practice doing so. Yeah, I mean, sure. But, don't know. I don't disagree. I also think some of these things are just like skydiving. If you go to the club a thousand times, you probably are going to cheat. Same way if you go skydiving a thousand times, even if you're amazing at it, you're probably going to die. I, I don't know about those odds at all. <laughs> I don't think that's accurate whatsoever. But. Okay. All right. Well, anyway, look, let me, I just want to, can we close this topic or I guess. Yeah, I have a new one. Okay. I was just going to say, ultimately, I think the only like major consideration for whether or not somebody goes to the club or not is just whether or not they understand that 98% of guys in there are just in there to try and like get a chick. I don't know. I like have, I can count on one hand the number of guys that I know who like going to the club genuinely just for the dancing. Not like that almost doesn't exist unless they're maybe really old and rich and they like to hang out with the young people. So, yeah, I mean, that's just something to keep in mind. Every guy in there is in there for attention. Sure, but I think Vancouver's different also. I don't think so. No, no, no. I'm not saying that men in Vancouver wanted less. I'm saying that they are way, 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 way less likely to approach a woman in Vancouver. Uh, Yeah, I mean, that could be true. I mean, not that it even really matters. Or I guess, I mean, it does matter if you live in, like, a sketchy area where you could be at risk. But, no, I mean, look, it just, it doesn't matter. It's just, like, do you, if you're a woman at the club, are you aware of the risks? And are you aware of the fact that every guy is going to be eyeing you up? That's all it is. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, a boyfriend's got to be fine with that. And should they be? Yeah, I mean, probably. This is like that joke that Patrice O'Neill made. What? Where he's like, um, he's a fisherman and he's catching all the fish. And then one of the fish is like, what? You're going to keep catching fish? But you already caught a fish. It's me. So then he stops fishing. And then the fish goes, oh my gosh. Yeah, you can't even fish anymore. You loser. And that kind of reminds me of like those guys that are like, have a gorgeous girlfriend, but they you know, are super scared for them to go out. It's like, bro, okay, you want her to, you know, let go and gain 200 pounds and have horrible skin? Is that what you want to happen? You want no man to look at her? Don't you want your girlfriend to be beautiful? So here's a crazy thought. Okay. What if you try to keep yourself beautiful for your partner who loves you? Why do you need to do that for other people? No, that I'm not... Bro. No, but that no, but that's that's what you're implying. You're implying no. what they should they shouldn't go out. They should get fat and have bad skin. That's what you just said. Sure, but that's yes. But I think that there's been miscommunication because what I mean is is that um, oh, you know what? Actually, someone was talking about this on YouTube at one point where it's like, you know, the guys being like, oh yeah, you shouldn't dress that way because it's people are going to look at you, but then it's like, okay, well, how did you meet her? Did you meet her at the club? You know, like, is that how you fell in love with her? Because she dresses really nicely. Okay. Well now you're like denying a whole part of her identity 
by not letting her dress up and going to the club, which is why you even fell in love with her in the first place. And I'm not saying that everybody falls in love with their partner at the club, but if... Hopefully none of them do. But, like, this is the same as, like, those guys that fall in love with a girl on Instagram who's gorgeous, who posts so many beautiful pictures, and then the second they get with her, they're like, yeah, you can't post those things. But it's like, no, you fell in love with her, and this is how she okay, well, how she is. This, this is a whole rabbit hole for the Date Night podcast, but I think that just for just to share that perspective... I believe in most cases it's because the guy would be thinking, okay, you were dressing really nicely to attract male attention. You have secured your partner. So you like you finished the mating dance. You don't need to do the mating dance anymore. It would be like a bird sure. who continues to flap its wings and show the pretty colors when it's married. Sure, but in that's... Bird, in a bird marriage. But that's the same argument that... that can be debunked by saying that a lot of women just love to dress nice and go out with the girlies. I've gone out with the girlies a bunch of times and I'm in a relationship with you. No, no, I know, but you also don't dress like a lot how a lot of women dress. Your attire is normally like pretty conservative. Sure, but I don't think it's like crazy conservative or anything like that. No, I mean you're not in a burqa, but like yeah, you're But you know what I mean? Like I feel like I feel like men don't understand the perspective of women the same way because they don't understand why you would go to the club and not be looking for someone. Yeah, whereas, totally. But whereas women do. Women totally go to the club not looking for anything. Yeah, definitely. So I think that's where there's there's always, you know, a miss... It's really a trap, eh? Like, nightclubs are really just some... Some heroic hunter was trying to herd the buffalo into one area and then jump from the shadows. It's really interesting. I just don't know about that metaphor. Okay. But wait, wait, wait. In what way is it wrong? Because we're not prey, bro. No, I know you're not prey. But unfortunately, some of you are prey. And that's just the sad reality, and I hate living in that world, but that's just the world we live in. So, are you saying that every man is a buffalo? No, it's the opposite. I'm saying you are all the buffalo, oh. and, that, like, somebody is corralling you into the nightclub with, oh my god, 20, 10 bangers! And then... Alright, that's misogyny right there, coming out. I'm sorry, I have internalized misogyny. No, you Let's have misogyny. <laughs> no, I don't. There's no such thing as internalized misogyny if you're not a woman. I don't like giving massages. I don't know what this is talking about. All right, about. can we move on? Yeah, we can. All right, am I the uh, donkey for not allowing my GF to go clubbing with her friends until she finishes the dishes? <laughs> okay, so it's a bit of a different situation. This is a completely different situation. My... 25F girlfriend has stopped doing the dishes on days that are her turn over the last two weeks. When I asked her to do them and why she wasn't doing them, she would just tell me to stop nagging her and that she'll get to it later. For context, we lived together for five months and this has never been an issue before. This has left me to do the dishes every day and it started starting to piss me off. Tonight, there was a large stack of dishes, yet my girlfriend refused to do them again. Her car is in the shop right now, so she asked to borrow my car to go out to the club with her friends since all of them had already arrived and couldn't give her a ride. 
I refused to let her car, her take my car until she finished doing the dishes. She screamed at me for being a controlling a-hole and didn't even end up going out with her friends. Am I the a-hole? Side note, I've seen posts on here before where commenters always tend to assume that someone has a mental illness. To clarify, my girlfriend does not have depression, ADHD, or any other mental disorder. That's funny. That's for the that's for the average redditor. That right is there. for the average redditor right there. All right, thoughts. Uh, yeah. I mean, that sucks when you live with someone who's not picking up their end of the bargain. Yeah, that does suck. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, do you stop them from going out? Maybe not if it's like the first time, but if it is like a recurring issue and this does sound like it is, yeah, maybe you got to put your foot down a little bit. I think that's reasonable. Sometimes there's got to be consequences for your actions. Yeah, yeah, I guess. But pretty weird that she was going to drive to the club. So she's either cheating or she's going to drink and drive. Well, she's going to drink and drive then. No, she's probably not getting drunk. So she's going to just go to this club and dance sober? I guess. Some people do that. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know who those Oh, it's been... Are. The chores were in the past two weeks. Oh, she's only been slacking in the last two weeks? Yeah, she hasn't been... He's been doing the dishes every day for the last two weeks. Oh, that's quite a bit because they alternate every, every, every other day. It sounds like it is. Okay, yeah, that would be pretty annoying. Yeah. I wonder why she didn't end up going. Maybe because she was mad or yeah, something? Yeah, they were fighting, probably killed the mood. I wonder why she hasn't been doing the dishes, though. Yeah, I don't know. Just, you know, I can share from the Dancing Queen household yeah. that we've, we've had some minor dishes dispute as well. Yeah. Because we try to take turns, and then there was a point where you were doing the dishes, like, every day. So kind of similar to this situation. Yeah. And the root cause of it was really that you make so many dishes that I couldn't keep up. Whereas I only make one bowl and one spoon. I, every day I dirty one bowl and one spoon. That's my whole dishes for the whole day. I don't, I reuse a cup for a week. I reuse a mug for a week. That's so gross. Bro. And I, you know, a cutting board and knife. I, I mean, that's like a quick rinse. You know what I mean? So you though, you though, every meal has two plates or bowls and two cutlery. It adds up. And so eventually, for, for our listeners, if you're curious, like, how do we resolve this? I just said, hey, don't worry about it. Don't wash my bowl. And I'm not going to wash your, your, your dishes either. And that, that's, really, that's really worked it out, eh? Yeah. All right. Let's move on. <laughs> Trade offer slash would you rather. Okay. Okay. Would you rather your girlfriend is a massive partier. Okay, goes out every weekend. Sure, why not? She sounds like fun. Or she never do, wants to do anything adventurous remotely. Definitely that one. Okay, wait. She never wants to do anything remotely adventurous. She doesn't want to try any sort of like new restaurant. She doesn't want to go to like any sort of comedy night. She doesn't want to stay past 10 p.m. Yeah, 100% that. Really? Yeah, that's fine. That's great. I could... That's like what I wish my life was. Not really. Nah, not really. I like to do a little bit of stuff, but what are the options? Have my life remain 90% the same or have my life be turned upside down by this little party animal? Mm. 
You know what I mean? That, yeah. That's an easy choice. Yeah. All right. Would you rather cure all alcoholism in the entire world or continue with your ability to drink? Definitely cure alcoholism. So you can never drink again. Yeah, that's totally fine. And that includes water. That's right. It's a sacrifice. Bro. Okay, I can get an IV drip. Would you sacrifice yourself? Would you sacrifice yourself? I don't think you can... I don't think you should parrot me on the podcast. I think it's a bad listening experience. Okay. Would you sacrifice yourself to cure alcoholism? What is curing alcoholism? Like, that addiction doesn't exist. Everybody who is an alcoholic, they're cured. They're no longer an alcoholic. They're no longer an alcoholic. Okay, but they might be an addict. I mean, if they're addicted to something else, it's not going to cure that, but... Sure, but sometimes it's like, okay, you're, if, you're not, if you weren't going to be addicted to alcohol, you would be addicted to opioids. Uh, yeah, yeah, and I think that probably a lot of people would switch i don't know what the percentage would be but i'm sure i mean it wouldn't be everybody for sure who knows who knows what the percentage would be but yeah for sure some people would switch sure i'll do it and i'll be on an iv drip okay so i don't have to drink water okay i i wouldn't do it personally how come i don't know like i don't want to ruin my life just to save the lives of millions and millions of others yeah yeah, you're pretty selfish for that. All right. Damn, yo. So, she's a 10. No, it's my turn. He's a 10, but he won't sacrifice himself to save millions of people. Yeah, he's definitely like a four. Oh, come yeah. on. <laughs> okay, okay, here's my real one. He's a 10, but when you go out with him to a club or to a bar, anywhere there's dancing. Yeah. With the exception of like a wedding. Like with the exception of where the dancing is kind of like a choreographed or like a special thing. Sure. When he dances, he just stands there and he just bobs up and down. And That's he, every man. And he kind of just does that head nod. That's yeah. every single man in the world. Not me. That's every man. And not Freddie. Shout out. Shout out Freddie. And know. not not really Devin either. What about Vova? No, you can't name drop Vova. That's a specific name. Bro. Devin and Freddie are very generic. There's millions of them. Well, there's a lot of Vovas, but in Russia, But you keep mentioning his name. All right, check the timestamp. No, but now I have to cut out so many of it. Okay, fine. It's not like it was just once. Okay, honestly... Check the timestamp. We'll discuss after the podcast. Okay, fine. If we, if, okay, if you're listening move. to this podcast and that name isn't bleeped, just remember there's literally 5 million of those people in Russia and probably a couple hundred in Canada. I don't know about that. Okay. So, um, are we done with yours? What was yours? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's a 10, but he just bobs. I didn't even answer. No, I know. But, I, but I'm saying that not every guy does that. A lot of guys get jiggy with it. What do you do? I dance with you. I as don't a, remember As a supportive and loving partner. Okay. Um, you, don't know, you don't remember what I do? Oh, my God. No, I don't. Not at all. I can't believe this. Okay. So, for 
Just bobbing his head? Yeah, he's a 10. I don't care. Hey, shout out to the fellas out there. You know, it doesn't matter because I'm not really a part. Like, I don't, you know, it's not a big part of my life. So I don't need it to be a big part of their lives. So they don't need to be a great dancer. All right, your turn. She's a 10, but she blacks out once a year and you have to go pick her up at (laughs) three in the morning. And she's like covered in vomit. Oh, jeez. What the heck? Let's do it in twofold. You just have to pick her up, but she's not covered in vomit. And let's do the covered in vomit part. I mean, is it like, is it kind of on a regular schedule? Like, is it like every New Year's and I can kind of just plan for it? No, it's going to be at some point in the calendar year. You don't know when. Here's the thing. She's probably a five because it's just really weird to have that happen to you routinely. It happens to a lot of people routinely. Yeah, but that doesn't mean I like it. But it's not weird. Okay, fine. I don't really like that. And even though it's only once a year, damn, that's going to be an annoying day out of the year. And I already got a few of those in the backlog, so I try to minimize them. Annoying days in the year? Yeah. Really, she goes from a 10 to a 5 for you attending to her needs once a year? Well, okay, listen. Attending to her needs, it's not like she had a bout of experience. Bro! You can't square on the podcast. Okay, all right, all right. I was just going to calmly explain that it's not like she ate Taco Bell and had a vicious bout of explosive diarrhea of which she had no control over. It's not like I had to go okay, into wait, wait, the wait. bathroom with a hazmat suit and clean between her cheeks and okay, clean up that's the toilet so and gross. clean up this the floor. Is ex- this is explicit language. Is it? Yes. You can't, you can't say those things. Okay. I'm not saying if I had to do that, I would be fine How? with that. I completely disagree because this is... Both of these situations are consequences of her own actions. <laughs> no, but if knows, she, No, but I'm... Okay, sure. But the difference is... When you go and eat Taco Bell, you're not expecting to be glued to the toilet for the next 72 think, hours. Do you think people that go out to drink expect to black out? No. No, no, but if it happens... Okay, fine. Let me... Okay, here. Let me say this. Let me say this. If, if I have to clean up explosive diarrhea once, I don't care. If I got to do it once a year, she's a 1 out of 10. Because it's about... Tending to needs, right? But that th- are this reasonable. is you're adding, yeah. you're adding a thing. Okay. Yeah. So if it was, if she blacked out, if you're saying, oh, she's gonna black out ten times in her life, of course I don't care. But once a year, holy smokes, that's like, she's got a problem. Ten times in her life is a lot. I mean, look, it's quite a bit still, but I'm just, I'm just saying, like ten times a year. Sorry, ten times a year. Every year. That's so much. Okay, what about 10 times in one year and then never again? Uh, the amount of damage to her organs, I wouldn't be able to have kids with her, so yeah, I'd have to ditch her to the curb. Okay, well, that's a bit harsh. Is it? Did we timestamp where I swore? Was yeah. It, it was 37 minutes? It was okay. 34 minutes and 37 minutes. Okay, 34. Okay. Okay, so, ins and outs. Hey, what's in and what's out? So I'll tell in. you what's in. Going home at 11.30. Okay, That's great. what's in. Maybe midnight. Yeah. Here's what's out. 
more than three drinks. You don't need them. Three is enough. Three gets you there. Three gets you home. Four gets you on the ground. Disagree. Well, probably not on the ground. But four is unnecessary. Why are you poisoning yourself? Every time, every time I go to the bar and I have a drink or two or three maximum, I'm sipping my beer. It's delicious. I turn to the guy on my left. I turn to the guy on my right. I put my arms around them. And I say, fellas, are you really out here tonight and your choice of activity is poisoning yourself? Okay. You, people like to drink. You know that, right? Of course. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, what are your... Well, you could also say that <laughs> sitting on your computer all day is poisoning yourself because it is. Okay. First that of all... does not activate <laughs> your brain the same way as walking. You could have a walking pad. Okay. No, no, no. And you can do your work. Hold that on. That is hold so on, much on, more effective. On. Also... Your metabolics, your metabolism, metabolics? your metabolic stick state, your metabolism, Me- metabolic state, metabolic state does not change if you're a person who's on the computer all day and then goes to the gym for one hour a day, or if you're just a person on the commu- computer all day, you have the same metabolism either way. So, okay, I this could, is so listen, I'm just going to, I'm just going to put my foot down and I'm just going to say you're. You're being completely unreasonable, and I don't know where you get off thinking this is how two people in love should record a podcast. What do you mean? Okay, no, listen, okay, listen. Poisoning yourself with alcohol, okay, that's ten times worse than you, worse for you than sitting. You can drink over the course of a day, that's literally killing you, sitting is like one percent of that damage sure sure so I, I, you but, can't compare them oh well i can't and here's why oh my god here's why i can compare them it's because you will be doing that people will be doing that every single day for the rest of their life yeah most people are not getting drunk every single day for the rest oh of their okay life. so you're saying why are you nitpicking getting drunk very rarely exactly. when other areas of your life are so poorly optimized exactly yeah okay I don't disagree with that, but I think that actually heavily drinking is, like, still terrible. And just because other areas of your life are not optimized, that's not an excuse to drink. If anything, if you sit all day, you should never have a drink. Don't even touch that poison. Your poor, your frail body can't take it. Sure, but I just, yeah, no, I completely agree with that. I think, but I just think, you know... Sometimes people, it's their poison of choice and they might have a very healthy lifestyle and sometimes they just want to let loose and it's not up to us to judge them for that. Eh. Judgment is important. That's how you make decisions. Sure, but we're not making decisions for them. No, but I make decisions about my own life based on how I see other people. Sure, but you just said, fellas, we're choosing to poison ourselves tonight. (laughs) So you are... You silly goose. Um, I am what? You are making decisions for them or trying to or influencing them. Not at all. I just want them to hold that beer up to the light and look into their reflection and see themselves and see what their family saw, see what their teachers saw, see what their friends see, what's special about them and ask themselves, should I be poisoning myself right now? Or should I go home, get a standing desk, and turn my life around? 
Give me some knucks. Okay, what are your ins and outs? My in is making going out a treat. Make it a treat. Don't make it an every week or every month or even yeah, every I agree. two months. If you, if you go out every weekend, I just feel bad for you because you're going to... You're not going to see 50. That's all. Well, I don't know about that. Also, the other end is the pre. The pre is by and large. Is that a saying? By and large? Uh, by and large? By and large. Well, I thought it was, but now that you've said it, it sounds weird. It does sound weird. Okay, you guys know what I'm saying. <laughs> the pre is the best part. Yeah, the because, best part. Because ultimately, the most fun thing is just having friends at your house and hanging out. Yes. But so. also, you play little drinking games, you get loose, you have fun, you gossip. That's so fun. Yeah, that is fun. That's the best part. That is the best part. Okay, out. The club. Okay, what the hell? <laughs> what the hell's happening? That it's out. I don't want to do it anymore. I'm 24. Okay. I'm not 16. You know what I mean? Well, you can't go to the club at 16, but I hear you. Emotionally, I was 16. Bouncers are out. Those guys no. are on, wait, are on such a power trip. I'm not saying we don't need them. I'm saying... They're jerks. They're so... I hate them. I hate bouncers. They're so mean. They're on their little power trips. They're so unfair because they can. I've been done wrong by bouncers too many times. You know what I mean? Like you were in the wrong line or something? No. There's bouncers where like they'll say that there's no cover and then there is cover. Or you'll scan your t- the ticket and then you try to pass the line. And then they say, oh, no, we didn't scan your ticket. And you're like, oh, it was the other bouncer that scanned my ticket. And then they'll be like, oh, well, I'm not the other bouncer. So it doesn't count. And then they'll try to make you pay for a whole other ticket and take advantage of the fact that you're drunk and that you can't defend yourself. Okay, that's weird, and I feel like maybe... That has happened to me. Yes, it has. No, I'm not saying it hasn't happened. I just feel like that has not happened to most people. Sure, but I I think it has happened to most people that they've had an unfair experience with a bouncer. Agreed. All right. What else is out? Charging cover. No, you have to. Wait, listen. Before 10 p.m., the other day, Agreed. we were going out. I wanted to go to this one nightclub. Guess what? Cover is... but Like, you have to pay for cover after 8.30 p.m. Okay, but can I just say, here's the problem if you don't co- charge cover. It's going to be packed like a zoo in there. I mean, it's already... You're right. It's already packed like a zoo, so just let everyone in. But the problem is, at 10 p.m., I know what you're saying. What? They were charging cover after 8.30? Okay, we got there at 10, and there was a lineup of, like, 50 people. Of course they're charging cover. Sure, but I think that's lame. No, I think that if there's a line, I completely understand them charging cover. No, I think it's inflation. Okay. Can we wrap up? Yeah, we're almost wrapping up. <laughs> um, okay. Pros and cons. Pros. It's fun. You let loose. You're dancing. You're socializing. And it's also good to know how someone is your partner, when they go out. You know, that's a good data point to have. Do you have any pros to add to that? Nah. Cons. Horrible. Poison. Poison. Horrible first date. True. 
Also, horrible date that is just the two of you. No, that's not, I don't agree. If somebody likes going out and dancing, it could be fun. Well, the two must really like dancing. Yeah, yeah, it's like two people really like going out dancing, yeah. Yeah, okay, then that's fun, sure. But also, I think there's, um, that is if you're going to maybe the nightclub, but if you're going to the pub, then I'm just, that's just two people that mm-hmm. like to get drunk together. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna judge people who like that. I think everybody likes different things. Yeah, and I don't like that thing, so that's why I'm saying it. Okay. And. Respect. Um, I just think it's more fun as like a double date or like a big group. Sure. That's way more fun, in my opinion. Any more cons? Nope. Okay. Uh, I'm so tired. Yeah, me too. I'm really tired. Okay. First, what do you What do you rate it? Oh, first date approved? No. Hell no. What do you rate it? Wait. Also, I just wanna I just wanna quote Ed Sheeran. The club isn't a good place to find a lover, so the bar is where I go. Okay. All right, all right. That's okay. relatable. Hashtag relatable. Okay. Suggestions for the club? I have none. Don't go. No. Have a pre. That's more fun. <laughs> okay. Rating out of 10. Three. Two. What? Okay. <laughs> All right. Whatever. Thanks for listening to the Date Night Podcast. Tune in next week where the Date Night Podcast theme will be diamond mining in the Democratic Republic of the Congo.